What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome to another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. I am your very sickly host, Ian. Two E's, E squared, Ghost of Ian here. Um, joining me, we have to my virtual left, Kyle. <clears throat> Wait, okay. Kyle, how you doing this morning? I'm good. I notice how every time you host an episode, you're either hungover or sick. Every I was just time. gonna say that, yeah. Yeah, like I don't think you've ever been just like full of health level. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go, but I'm doing good. Ian, how are you? Um, yeah, I'm sick. I got a cold. Um, Do you I think I, you got it from an encounter you may have had. No, I don't think I got it from an encounter I had. Um, a shark encounter? No. Uh, I've been feeling really good when I wake up these last two mornings. I was like mm-hmm. feeling fresh as fuck. And then I get out of bed and I'm like just overwhelmed by all the mucus that just flows right to my face. Um, <clears throat> but it's all good. It's all good. If I mute myself and I'm silent, it's because I'm coughing my lungs out. Well, we um, can only hope, you know. Um, <laughs> sure. I have not been watching too many films. Um, I recently rewatched Mallrats while putting my treadmill t- together. Um, I'm going to say it's my second. I'm going to say it's my favorite Kevin Smith movie, but not the best Kevin Smith movie, if that makes sense. What's your top three? I know you're a big fan. I do like Kevin Smith a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say my top three. See, like my top three favorite is different than I think would rank them as far as like what I actually think is the best. But I would say my top personal favorite are Mallrats, Clerks, and I'm going to go... Tusk. Nice. I'm going to go with Red State, actually. I like Red State a lot. I think that was a good flick. Um, You're very admin on that being very underrated. Yeah. Well, I mean, from everyone I've heard that has seen it, um, they enjoy it, but I think most of the people that seek out Red State are also just Kevin Smith fans. So I think they're going to kind of just lean towards liking it anyway. But I do enjoy it. And I like Tusk a lot. I think Tusk is fucking weird and awesome. Um, And then I watched Noah's Shark, uh, which we did a cast for. Uh, That was a lot of fun. It was Brendan and I's first duo podcast in the year. How long have we been doing this podcast now? And then have, we, have you been over on a, a year. Covered? For over a year, we've never had a duo cast, and this was our first one. And I actually had a lot of fun. You should go check that out if you're into Deep Blue Sea. We reviewed Noah's Shark, which is a better movie. I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> <laughs> and we and, talked about Rob Zombie for 20 minutes. And we did talk about Rob Zombie <laughs> for 20 minutes. And um, hashtag uh, Team Monsters. And then I also watched um, a Jackie Chan movie I've never seen before called Fearless Hyena. Uh, I watched it on the Criterion channel. I recently subscribed to that and it was, it was really good. It was, uh, everything you'd expect out of Jackie Chan in his early years. It had a lot of comedy, but it also, you know, had amazing choreography and it was just a really fun movie. It didn't take itself seriously at all. Um, but it still hit like the very like deep drama moments. It was like a good balance and, uh, Jackie Chan's fucking a banger in his younger years, dude. That guy is an attractive dude. Um, <laughs> like, goddamn that guy. And he could have made, like, the perfect Liu Kang. I still think he's, like, the OG Liu Kang. Um, Isn't it based on him? 
Shit, maybe. Um, I always thought it was based off Bruce Lee, but I could be wrong about that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but that was a fantastic film. And then... Uh, and a Jackie Chan movie I haven't seen. Either. You should really watch it. Um, I mean, that's not something that you probably need to take a recommendation from me <laughs> for. But um, um, just as you know, a person that's into film, I think it's a really good film, and I think you'd like it. Um, but that's all I've really been up to movie-wise. Nice, nice. Um, also joining us, um, we have Brendan, the new blood. Brendan, how are you doing this morning? I'm tired of these motherfucking sharks on this motherfucking podcast. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. I'm doing all right. Uh, what did I watch? I watched, I started playing Far Cry 5 again. Uh, just because I wanted to go back to it. Um, I watched all of American Horror Stories, the mm-hmm. an, the anthology on Hulu. Um, Ooh, yes, I, I want to know what you think about that, because Tom and I were actually interested in it. Um, so I, I kept getting served ads for season two, the, the season that's currently ongoing. Um, so I watched the there's only one episode out. Um, I watched it. It was about human dolls. Um, yeah. Really, really, really enjoyable. Nice. Uh, and I had never watched season one, so I decided uh, to just binge it i think i started it friday night and i actually just finished season one like two hours ago um and i have started now season 10 double feature um i don't know what your guys thoughts on american horror story is um the only season i've ever been able to finish was roanoke um as well as you know american horror stories and i i think i figured out what's wrong with american horror story it's tell us that that sounds like an article title right there i i'm kind of thinking about it because the full-length seasons try to pack so much into their runtime when i think that it just makes it boring it becomes they drag yeah it it, it drags so hard but Mm -hmm. you know with the anthologies and with what i'm noticing from because double feature is two stories over a full season um when they limit themselves to a time frame they really don't have because they have really good ideas and i think that the ideas for for better or for not for better or for worse um make a more enjoyable either single episode or double episode or for double feature um you know half a season and uh, that's that's what i think roanoke did well too because the first five episodes were about one thing the second five episodes were still about roanoke but it was told a completely different way uh, do, do you guys like american horror story uh i've seen the first season and then i believe the third which is coven right mm-hmm. um yeah. It took me forever to finish Coven, but it was good. Um, I really, really liked the first uh, season. I think that's everyone's favorite, um, except for you, Brendan, because you got to be different. Um, it's not my favorite either. No, it's not your favorite? Hmm. Oh. oh, are you done? Yeah. yeah, I, was okay. curious, yeah. <laughs> I thought no, you were going to elaborate on that. No, no, no. Well, yeah, no, I was just waiting for you to finish. I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, 
I've only seen, well, Dom is really into him. She's seen all the seasons. Um, I've only seen season one, which is Murder House. And then I saw season six or seven. It's the slasher one that takes place in the... Oh, 1984. 1984, yeah. So those are the only two seasons I've seen. And uh, between those two, I really liked 1984. But I do have a bias against slasher stuff. I'm really into slashers. And the time period is awesome. And I just think the premise of that was really, really cool. Have you guys seen that one? No. Uh, I That's another one where I think after episode like four or five, I just stopped. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I did the same thing with season two. I watched like three episodes and I stopped too. But um, if you guys complete the 1984 one, it has a awesome twist and like it wraps around and makes like the whole thing from beginning to end a lot more uh, satisfying and you know what's going on. But like, like the whole season or the, the whole season? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the whole season. So I like out of the two I've seen, I like 84 more than Murder House. But, but Murder House was good. I just think that uh, kind of to Brennan's point, I think Murder House started to drag towards the later episodes and I was just mm-hmm. kind of over it. Well, if any, if if someone is looking for a a nice like you know weekend binge anthology show, I think that American Horror Stories there there's a few duds in there. I mean, you know, as as with any anthology related thing, um, but the one episode that I will recommend over all of them is called Drive In. It's with a uh, John Carroll Lynch who is in 1984, um, and so much other stuff. And it's basically John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns meets the crazies. Oh, damn, dude. I'm in. Yeah, it's fucking dope. That's cool. Is that a movie? Cigarette Burns? It's uh one of the it's in season one of Masters of Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh it's with uh Norman Reedus. And uh basically he's on a hunt for a cursed film, more or less. Hmm. And what he finds... Oh, Udo Kier's in it, too. He's amazing. Oh, Ooh. Amazing. Yeah. We like Udo. Oh, yeah. Um, But that's all I got. Ian, what about you? Oh, How my you God. This is what it like. Is this what it like? <laughs> um. Well, obviously, <clears throat> I've been sick and working. Um. So I've been pretty busy. Haven't watched... A lot of movies. I've watched like the basic, you know, seven movies a week, but um, nothing really more than that. Um, the highlights, I guess, would be Dog Day Afternoon, which is a 1975 real life story about a uh, a heist that happened in Brooklyn starring. Um, what's his name? Al Pacino. Um, young Al Pacino, too. And it's uh, it's it's good. It's got some really great writing, really great dialogue. Um, it, overall, it's a pretty basic heist movie, but um, the dialogue really um, sets it home, and it's got a, it's got a really good cast. Um, a young Lance Henriksen as well. A very nice film. Is that even a thing? What young Lance Henriksen? <laughs> he, I say young, but he, he honestly he wasn't that young. Still seventy five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I watch Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. That is a very fun uh, 80s mall revenge movie, I guess. Um, a lot of it's very campy, obviously. Um, it reminded me a lot of uh, Chopping Mall, but like a way better version of that because um, it had better acting, in my opinion. 
But uh, yeah, that one was really good. It just hit Shutter, so I had to give that a watch. And then I finally watched um, Alligator, which was a Scream Factory release. And um, I give it a lot of shit. Give it a lot of shit because, uh, I don't know, it's just a stupid-ass movie. I thought it was a stupid-ass movie uh, until I watched it. And then I was like, oh, it's exactly what, uh, you know, it's it's exactly what you think going in. It's just a, a movie about a, a big giant alligator terrorizing a city and uh killing people along the way um but it was okay ian the movie's called alligator what were you expecting i don't know kyle i, I don't know he was expecting crocodiles <laughs> I, was ex- <laughs> I was expecting maybe i don't know i don't know the alligator was bigger than i thought though that was I heard, the- I heard it makes more sense if you've seen wandavision is that true <laughs> uh yeah it makes it makes the metaverse a lot a lot bigger um i will not be watching alligator 2 the mutation electric boogaloo electric boogaloo because uh it has terrible reviews and i was not into alligator that much but i did like the acting quite a bit um it stars um what's his name you know al pacino al pacino (laughs) um uh robert Forrester, yeah, who's in Mulholland Drive, Twin Peaks, Jackie Brown. Brown. Um, he's like that bald dude from like New York. He's not the bald, great. but he's definitely not bald. But he is balding. He has been balding since the eighties, seventies, maybe. Um, after that, I finish with an absolute banger: Godzilla, King of Monsters. Um, terrible movie. It's some of the worst writing I've ever seen um it's like how to not do a big budget um kaiju movie it's terrible it's really bad even the fight scenes are not good it it was not a fun experience um the only like saving grace i guess would be the cinematic shots are pretty fucking dope but again you're like oh cool so you you're making a really shitty movie, but you add these like cinematic shots, so it's kind of like meh, 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 meh. Um, and I don't know if I can watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Just do it. Grow up, dude. Grow up. <laughs> Grow a pair. Oh, man. Grow a pair. I mean, I feel like you've committed pretty pretty hard into the Skyju thing. I mean, you might as well just go all in. Yeah, I do want to see Gorilla vs. Kong, you know what I'm saying? But Damn, and I, I was already spoiled um, for that movie. I don't know. What, that two know. giant creatures fight? It's three giant creatures, Brendan. Is Godzilla oh, and Kong oh. Squilin' or no? Um, or is that movie... Did, like, does that movie take place in the same universe as the recent Godzilla movie? It does, and that's actually really good. I saw that in theaters. Um, I, I have a poster of that. I, I really like that one. It's yeah, that Samuel guy, Jackson as well. That guy's directing the new metal gear solid movie and i'm very interested in it is it adam wingard no no he did the new he's doing the godzilla versus kong he did that one okay so it might it might be good it might be good then because i don't know who directed the uh king of monsters one it had like it had a really terrible setup but you could you could see like it was going to be kind of a battle royale but it never hit, like it never hit the battle royale point. And it's like, 
fuck, dude. Why why just waste my time like that? Ugh, terrible acting too. Terrible characters. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Two stars though. Two stars. Um, I think that's it for me. Um, today we are covering another monster film. 1999's great year, dude. Great year. Deep Blue Sea. And I'm not going to go over the year because we've covered like 20 other movies that have uh, been released in 1999. Um, but go check out our House of the Dead episode or uh, wait, what movie? House on Haunted Hill episode. I don't know. There's like 10 of them. Um, and, uh, go check it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you can, yeah. Um, and audition. Oh, wait. Can, can I fucking speak to it? Um, in celebration of Shark Week, I'm going to be giving you guys some shark trivia throughout the cast. I'm excited about that. for this. Um, I'm just going to hit you with one right now. Let's do it. Which is the largest of all sharks? And it's going to be multiple choice, so just wait. Is it going to be A, the great white? B, whale shark? C, bull shark? Or D, Tiger Shark? Well, the correct answer is not on there because it's E, Mako Shark. I'm going to go with Great White. Great White. Tiger Head. Mm. <laughs> you sounded very disappointed with your own answer, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the Whale Shark. Makes sense. Makes sense. Those things are fucking massive, and it doesn't. It actually doesn't give me a specification on that Uh, answer. Doesn't say me how big they are, but um, yeah, whale shark. Um, I want to know your thoughts on this movie. It is starring some some pretty pretty nice characters. It's it's got a decent cast, guys. Um, we got Thomas Jane. We got we got uh, Samuel Jackson. We got a Scarsgar, LL Cool J, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, okay, Brandon, no love I, for Michael Rappaport? Fuck Michael. I'm just kidding. Michael Rappaport is pretty dope. I, I actually like him a lot. Um, he does a lot of... Um, he, he's a pretty funny guy. Pretty funny guy. Um, Brendan, I know you're not... Just just the vibe I'm getting. Uh, you're not as into sharks as I, as I think you are. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you for your thoughts. Where'd you watch the movie? In... Would you add it to your collection? Uh, watched it on HBO Max, and I, under no circumstance, would add this. To, I would add number three to my collection. I would not add this to my collection. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, <clears throat> well, I noticed how you didn't name any of the uh, female actors. Um, oh, I can do uh, oh, Saffron Burles. Uh, I just thought I, she had a funny name. Um, I the movie's fine. It's not a horror movie whatsoever. It's not a horror movie. dumb, illogical, terrible acting, god awful CGI. Uh, in very little of this movie, I found entertaining. The, this is one of those movies where an hour forty five feels like two and a half hours the house that jack built felt shorter than this movie <laughs> and michael rapaport has an amazing accent I, I i i could listen to him rant about the knicks for 10 hours um 
Yeah, that's just so. his actual accent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it okay. is. Yeah, because yeah. everything I've seen him in, he he yeah, he sounds the same. So, yikers. Okay, um, Kyle. It's not yikers. He didn't like the movie. I mean, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fair. I didn't say uh, Noah's Shark is better. <laughs> <laughs> that would have that would have broke my heart. <laughs> um, Kyle, where'd you watch it? Would you add it to your collection? And Give me, give me a little background because I this I'm was old. out when you were alive. <laughs> it's true. I was alive. <laughs> I was in fact alive and breathing when this came out. Um I now um I did not see this in theaters, actually, but I remember when it came out because um LL Cool J's song Deepest Bluest was on TRL on MTV, Total Request Live, and it was one of the top ten uh most uh highly rated fucking songs that week when it came out so the movie came out and then LL Cool J was just popping for like a good month and that song was on the radio constantly constantly like all the time and it was on TRL for a good two weeks which is unheard of because usually like a new banger was coming out every week by everybody so like they would get pushed off pretty frequently that guy lasted a good two weeks um when it came out on VHS that's the first time I saw it I rented it from a blockbuster, and ten-year-old uh, Kyle was in love. I mean, he loved this movie. He watched this movie so many goddamn times. Um, I rented this movie pff, almost as much as the faculty. No joke. Yeah. Um, now, this time I watched it on HBO Max. Um, it's going to pain my. 10-year-old Kyle to say this, but I would not add this to my collection. Um, this movie does not hold up. Not hold up. I didn't enjoy it that much. I think it does have some uh, cool kills, and I just think it was too long. And, um, yeah, it's just, it was, it, it, it's, it's, it's not as good as I remember it being. I could be honest, but, um, yeah, that's all I got right now. Damn. Until we until we dive in, dive in, yeah, you see what dive I on in. <laughs> um, so I also watched this on HBO Max, and um, hold on, and um, I would, uh, I would add this to my collection. Um, I first saw this when I was very young. Um, it was just probably on like Sci-Fi. Um, and I absolutely loved it. I, um, did not know who LL Cool J was at, um, the time. (laughs) I know, right? Um, actually, you know what I did? I did, but I I knew who he was as an artist, but I, as like a music artist, but I didn't know he acted. So I thought like that was just a totally different person. Um, I was that young. I I did not know who, who, who that was. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up and, um, I still think that this is. I grew, I grew up as as we all do, you know, and um, I still think that this is my favorite shark movie. Um, I lo- I do like Jaws, um, but there's not enough shark. That's what I love most about this movie is there's a lot of shark, and I think there's a really good blend of uh, animatronics and uh, real life footage, um, and uh, the CGI. It, it, 
it's not it's not that bad it's not that great but it's not that it's not that bad like it's not like escape from la bad you know but i'm kidding but like i'd say the only time where i was like really like holy shit that's really bad was when like the helicopter was flying towards the uh um, towards the place that they were at, like when they were on their way to go pick the guy yeah. up, it looked pretty fucking bad. Like, <laughs> but other than that, it, it, it was all right. It was all right. That, that opening shot is garbage. That overhead shot of the mm-hmm. boat on the water, mm-hmm. the boat's not even tracked properly. The waves are moving and the boat is literally sitting still. That like the very opening shot with the four. Yes. I didn't think it was bad. Where, I actually where, noticed. Uh, um, I, I think the, the the worst CGI moment for me was the was the L the not L O Cool J um Samuel Jackson kill that was well it doesn't also, hold up I don't think also there's that one weird insert shot when uh uh Susie cuts her hand open and then jumps into the water and they just have this insert shot of just CGI legs kicking in the water did you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's but i'm sorry i didn't i didn't mean to hijack anyways continue anyways um i do like this movie <laughs> that that's gonna be it um and before we get into um you know some of the scenes we obviously already did um i'm gonna ask you another trivia question i think it's time sharks have existed for approximately how long a 350 million years b ten thousand years C, <laughs> 1 million years, or D, 10 million years? I'm going to go with uh, A on that one. I'm going to go with 10 million. 10 million? Yep. Brennan, you're correct. Moving on to the next round. Wait, so um, does that mean they're older than dinosaurs? Well, they he are makes the that- oldest living creatures on the planet, I believe. He goes, sharks are from when the words were started. Yeah. I can't do that guy's voice, but <laughs> yeah, no, you got he it. Makes you got it. The reference, and he's <laughs> Swedish, so that makes what you just did racist. Also, Ooh. another racist thing is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Great> segue. <laughs> Thank you. No, uh, Jim Whitlock, and th- oh, by the way, this is not racist, but Jim Whitlock and uh, uh, Russell Franklin, so Sam Jackson. This is their like. They reunited in the Marvel movies, and they were in like a bunch of Marvel movies together. So I didn't realize that this Skarsgård was in this. I totally forgot about him. And then when I saw him in here, I was like, "Oh, hey, look at that!" They were yeah, it's crazy fighting um, sharks in the nineties. It's crazy how early they kill off the like two the biggest actors, actors in this movie. Yeah, um, but we'll get into that once I ask a question. There. Um, I'm gonna hit you with another uh, trivia, and then we're gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, the unusual thing. Can't, wait, wait. What unusual <laughs> thing can the bull shark do? Um, A, survive in fresh water. B, survive out of water. C, eat seaweed. Or D, talk. Uh, I'm going to go with D. Going, Brendan's going D, talk. I'm going to go with uh, can survive outside of water. Outside of water. The answer is going to be survive in fresh water. I thought that one was pretty obvious. Um, <clears throat> not doing too great, guys. Brennan one, Kyle zero. Wait, we're, no, we're, we're being we're actually being <laughs> scored on this. Uh, I'm scoring you guys. Okay, this is going into the fresh or frozen points. 
so uh, do good no i'm just kidding it, it, well, it's, now it's, you okay it's, it's not it's not <laughs> now you tell me dude brennan brennan goes hard and fresh or frozen I, <laughs> takes shit I mean he's committed and i appreciate the commitment <laughs> jesus um all right question number one that i had for you guys are you guys even afraid of sharks i don't know if you asked this question last cast um kyle but i'm curious um i hosted uh thank you very much oh brennan you would have known that if you were there, Ian. <laughs> I would have known that. You're right. Uh, I mean, I, I think so. What's not to be afraid? Am I right? Like, it's like because, I've, I've, I've just like, never been in a situation where exactly. it could really happen. Yeah. Would you ever go deep sea diving with sharks? I grew up at the beach, and there's been a couple times there's been shark warnings where sharks were sighted, like off the coast of like Huntington beach and Newport and stuff. But, um, we never saw them. Like I never visually saw a fin or a fucking shark or anything, but the watch did and everybody freaked out and got off the beach real quick. Um, I don't think I am afraid of sharks unless I'm put into a situation where I know I'm like out of my element. So, yeah. I mean, since they can't get me where I'm at at a constant basis, then I'm <laughs> not really afraid of them. <laughs> I need to see a movie where a shark can walk on, you know, his, you know, fucking fin or something or his, his well, tail. You should, you should watch Six-Sided Shark Attack then, my friend. I'm down, bro. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I would ever go deep sea diving with sharks. I would go with alligators, but that's not in the sea. What? Alligators are way less scary than sharks, dude. Uh... I'd, I'd ride an alligator. But see, alligators have that like that stealthier aspect. Exactly. Yeah. Like y- you wouldn't even know that they're approaching. You think they're stealthier? They oh are. hell yeah! Hundred percent. They camo, dude. They 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 have camouflage. Not actual camouflage, but they like they they will... know how to stalk. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'd say it's about the same level between stalk ability with with a shark and, a, and an alligator. Um, I think I would go deep sea dive if it was like a more of like a controlled environment. In in whatever way deep sea diving could be controlled, I think I would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the mix between CGI animatronics and real life footage in this film? Kyle, I'm gonna go for you. I'm going to say that I didn't even recognize the animatronics if there was any. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think I've already commented on the CGI. It was okay. There was a couple really bad kind of moments, but um, I I thought it was appropriate for the 90s. I mean, I know we were coming off the like the end of it, but it, it seemed right for the time as far as quality you know, goes. But um, which which scenes had animatronics in it? Um, well, the big shark, the big Mako shark was fully animatronic. Like the one um, when they were uh, um, doing the tests. Yeah, doing the, the tests. Test. Okay. And uh, when he was riding it. Oh, cool. But no, no. When he was riding it, that was a real shark. Yeah, I was going to no. say, that, that looked yeah. like a real shark. It's, yeah, no, no, it's... no. They filmed those opening scenes of Thomas Jane after the movie was filmed because he insisted on being with a real shark. Oh, wow. Sheesh, dude, Thomas Jane, Frank Castle. 
Thomas Jane's a badass. Hashtag my Punisher. Hashtag my Punisher. I agree. Um, Brendan, what do you think about the uh, the mix? Um, I I thought that the animatronics looked good. Um, the uh, but I I what really got me is the sounds when Doctor Susie is putting that thing on its head to extract its brain juice. Those sounds uh made it made it feel a lot more real i think yeah yeah i think this movie does a really good job at um kind of that that blend of not knowing whether it's cgi animatronic (laughs) or real life footage i mean there's some obvious scenes where it's cgi but um other than those like i think it's a good it's a really good mix um the animatronics looked really well um and they had like these full, like blown sharks that actually uh, were like swimming in in the uh, in the set <clears throat> in the set there, uh, and it was really cool to see the behind the scenes footage for that. Um, what'd you guys think of the atmosphere for this movie? You know me, I like my little self-contained, fucking claustrophobic environments, man. Um, uh, I dug it. I thought it was cool. Um, I don't think they fully explored it as well as they could have. I think they could have made the environment to look, like look more interesting, like aesthetically. But uh, it was it was fun trying to watch them navigate. Um, it was more like they were fighting the uh, the structure just as much as they were fighting the sharks. And I I, I like that kind of shit in movies. Um, reason why I like Alien. Reason why I like Sunshine. Like shit like that. Um, but I just don't think it was very like appealing as like a character of its own. Like, I think they could have made this place like a character of its own. I don't think they did a good job on that, but, um, I think it's like a progression of the story goes and how like the sharks were flooding certain areas and kind of navigating them through, like they were almost trying to, um, push the characters in a specific way to have their end goal met of trying to get free was cool. Yeah, I think there was a reference like towards the beginning where um, one of the characters stated that once you're down there, it's kind of like being in space, and uh, it really gave me that vibe. But and uh, no one can hear you scream except for the sharks. They can hear everything. Yeah. Um, they can smell everything too. Um, I I really liked it. Um, it was it was it was like kind of like being in a spaceship. Um, it reminded me of uh, Alien very can can uh tamed environment um with uh yeah and it, it made for uh really good scenes really uh tense scenes with when the sharks came in uh brendan how did you feel uh ditto with the both of you on the kind of alien feeling that it had um but it to me it looked way too much like a set it didn't yeah, look exactly. at all. It looked yeah, very fake. That was my problem with it. Um, true, true. So, also, I, I, I wanted the thing to collapse while they were in there. I thought that would have been cool. Um, like the the whole tower to just just a drop. Yeah. Ooh. I thought that yeah. would have been like a fun way to just like, just like a quick ending just out of no like maybe a deleted scene or, or a director's a director's ending where uh 
the thing just sinks and they all fucking die. Yeah, I was um, thinking throughout the movie that uh, the first time I watched it, that it was going to sink, but um, it never did. It never did. It just filled with water. water. And um, yeah, I was a little disappointed by that. Wait, so what, speaking of filling with water super quick, it, the, the one thing that bothered me was how they had that whole conversation about how they couldn't open that one door because it's in the pressurized room, the door that had the ladder. And he's like, we can't open the door until we close off this hole. And then uh, Thomas Jane gives a little rousing speech to Michael Rappaport. And then he's like, OK, and then they just open the fucking door right away without closing the the hole in the ground. If I remember correctly, I think I could be wrong, but I think the way that he was explaining it was like, like, he's like, I, I feel like there's a butt coming. Is there a butt coming? And like the way he explains it, it's like a 50, 50 shot. They wouldn't have enough time to get out, hmm. but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. I don't know about that scene. Not gonna, not gonna comment on that. Um, I did like how blue the water was um, in certain scenes throughout the corridors. Uh, did you guys like notice that it was kind of like an otter pop blue? Yeah, it didn't look like salt water. It did not look like salt water, but I, but I kind of liked that. It, it looked um, it looked great. Had a really nice ambiance. Hey, Brendan, why don't you think this is a horror movie? What's scary about it? Well, no, I'm actually like I'm actually like curious because Letterbox has it as a horror movie in the genre list, and Maybe I'm curious. In IMDb, doesn't which I thought was interesting. Mm. So, because w- wouldn't wouldn't that be something that's curated by what what studio made this? Uh, Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, whatever, Warner Brothers. whatever, whatever studio made it. You'd think that like that would be one thing. Because I'm actually now curious as to what Rotten Tomatoes says, what what genre Rotten Tomatoes has for. I've it. seen this with a few films where like the genre like blend and kind of ride like a fine line where it could be either or, and certain things categorize it as certain things. It's not the um, first time I've seen. But I, I I think with a horror movie, you know, say you're going into a slasher movie, you know that at the very least, the majority of the characters are going to die. So the fear comes in to how they handle those deaths. And I think it's the same thing with, um, with a shark movie. I just care less about shark movies than I do slasher movies. So I didn't really care how the people were going to die or who was going to die or who I knew that Thomas Jane would make it out. And I assumed that either LL Cool J or Dr. Susie would be, one of the last people alive so for me it was just kind of um, uh ambivalence so maybe and i mean i went into noah shark and six-headed shark attack with the same (laughs) thing um no and i i know that sounds stupid but um in six-headed shark attack i think that they do a good job of making you care for the characters and it looks good it sounds good it feels good whereas this i just I didn't really care about anyone. So it didn't matter to me who died and how they died. I just wanted it to look good. Yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes has it listed as just science fiction. 
So out of the big heavy hitters, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and Letterboxd, they all include a different genre within at least the two or three that are the same. You think this is a horror movie though, right, Ian? I do, yeah. Why? Sharks are scary, bro. It's a monster movie. It's it's a monster slash slasher. I mean, these guys are literally just running away from being eaten alive. So that that's that's a horror movie. That's that's a horror movie. I I get that, and in on some level, I agree. But I think there's a difference between monster movie and action action suspense because monster movies will have something that looks scary feels scary and i don't think that sharks for me again for me i don't think sharks carry that monster weight interesting interesting but but i i do quite agree with the majority of what you're saying on that mm-hmm um, I guess this is only pertaining to me because Brennan didn't find any of the uh, kills unexpected, but what did you guys think of the unexpected kills and unlikely heroines of this film? I was actually very pleased when the only people left alive were Thomas Jane and LL Cool J, not because I hate women, but because, <laughs> <laughs> but because I, it's so fucking like, cliche that the people that like survive are the romantic interests all the time and uh i haven't seen this movie in a while and as much as i used to watch it back in the day i to this to this morning before i watched this i could have sworn that dr susan survived and then when she died i was like oh fuck yeah that's cool it's not like the guy and the girl that are in love with each other that fucking survive every time because there's always the guy the girl and then the romantic or i mean the uh uh, the comedy. Love interest. Like, it's the two love interests and maybe the comedy that always serves lives every time. And they didn't follow that same formula, and I'm, I'm glad that they didn't. Brendan? Uh, I, I don't think any of the kills were unexpected. Whenever something was going to happen, they made it very clear, like, how close Stellan Skarsgård keeps putting his hand to the to the shark, or the one one of my notes is the staging for Samuel L. Jackson's death scene is so bad. Everyone is cornered into one fucking side, all on the left side near the door, and he's over. Half of his body is behind the wall for the first shot, and then the next shot, half of him is behind the submarine. And it's just so very clearly set up that I it I I think they could have done it a better way. Yeah, I think the Samuel L. Jackson kill is pretty obvious, but it is unobvious that like a star like him is gonna die. Exactly, that is that is true. That that's very true, especially for early '90s or Mm -hmm. end of '90s. With he was he was already a very famous actor at that point. Um, So yeah, no, that that is that is a good point that that they would do that to him. And you also have like in the back of your mind, is it going to be like the whole turnaround situation where his character is like this big um, uh, 1% uh, business suit guy um, coming into this um, company just with his doubts and all that. And he's going to make a full recovery and come out alive, a new man. But uh, no, no, he just he dies just as the the lawyer dies in uh, um, Jurassic Park. 
And I know I was only 10 years old, but I can tell you that I was very surprised when Samuel Jackson died in the first time I lost him. So, I mean, I was, uh, I was shocked at 10. Um, but again, other than him, I think it's pretty unexpected that uh, Thomas Jane and LL Cool J, other two that come out alive um, in this situation. Um, I for sure thought it was going to be um, uh, Dr. Susan. Same. Yeah. yeah. But it was cool. It, it was also, um, her death was a bit, um, I don't know, it was just weird. It, it, it's obviously unexpected, but um, it just felt... Um, too fast. Like, felt too fast, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because they, they didn't um, waste time, like, cracking jokes after um so it was it just felt weird hey bring me some sushi <laughs> yeah, exactly no one's no one's death is really mourned in this film which is the biggest gripe that i have um especially i think, I think the biggest oh sorry go ahead no no go ahead go i was gonna say i think the biggest gripe i have is that the fact that when this whole thing went down, for the entire, like, half of this movie, nobody gave a shit or was wondering where Preacher was. <laughs> no one was even like, dude, this whole thing's breaking down. Where's Preacher? Has anybody seen Preacher? Like, oh, my God, where's the cook? Like, nobody gave a shit. He's by himself the entire time, fending off sharks, trying to get out of here. <laughs> and then he winds up saving their ass. And he's like, oh, hey, look, it's Preacher. Cool. Like, you guys weren't wondering at all where this guy was. There was only, like, eight of you on this fucking thing. And the one guy who cooks all your dinners, all your lunches, <laughs> all your... You're not curious where he is. Like, you're not even going to, like, look for him on your escape. I don't know, man. I have a with that. Scientists are racist, man. Fucking racist people on this movie, dude. Jesus. So when I first watched this, I did think that... Um... Like, cause they, it, it was obviously on TV. So they showed like his scenes and they would go, then they would go to a commercial and then they would go back to the other group. So I thought it was like two different movies. I thought like one of them, I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was like a double feature. This almost was two different movies. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like for the first half of it, like it just cuts in between the group and then him doing his own fucking, like surviving yeah. his own movie. Like yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. He single-handedly kills a shark. Yeah, he's MVP, dude. Everybody should have died but him, honestly. Yeah. His kitchen scene, can we talk about that? Okay, can we, can we talk about how he wouldn't have been able to fit through that little tiny hole he yeah. fucking axed in the oven? He's a big dude. He's huge. Yeah. There's no way. No way. I want to believe it. I want to. That's fair. I want to believe it. Oh, Cool J, man. Fucking love him. Um, it was he like he was obviously like a huge artist in the nineties, like late nineties, right, Kyle? Yeah, his what, what was his significance to this film? Like what like what do you mean? Like what did he bring to this film? Did I mean, he, was he just another name or was why did he, why did he have to bring anything? What if he just wanted to be in a movie? What if he just like obviously we know him now as like I don't think an established casted. actor. I don't think he was casted for any specific reason, like to. You don't think to, so? No, not really. I mean, at this time, there was a lot of like artists trying to get into movies. Um, like it wasn't just him; it was J Lo, Usher, J Lo, DMX, Usher, oh, yeah, um, DMX sure. Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears. Like, uh, like a lot of pop culture icons at this time were trying to get into movies. So, yeah. um, it wasn't like unheard of to see it. And when you saw him in it, it made sense for him to do this. Like you know that. 
the main song to promote it too. Yeah. So, and it's a fucking banger. So, uh, he was also in Halloween H two O. He was, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, that he was, was before this, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the year before. Oh, yeah, yeah, so like he was, okay. he was in shit. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah. totally forgot. My bad. It wasn't a one off. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, that's all the questions that I had. Did you guys want to go over anything else? I mean, Brennan brought up H two O, and I'm happy. So, uh, well, that, um, there was wait. So that's two water based movies he starred in. Um, Damn. Uh, no, I don't know if you guys water based um, movies. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if you saw my message in uh in Discord that I sent last night. Um, but. Who do you guys think is actually the antagonist in this movie? I'm going to sneeze real quick, and then I'm going to give you an answer. Okay. Nope, didn't sneeze. That is... I'm going to let you and Ian hash this one out. <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this, the, the sharks aren't, like, mutated or, like, really... I don't know. They're just. Sharks. I mean, they are kind of mutated. They they are kind of, but like, I don't know. I I don't think there is an antagonist. To, to be honest, I think it's just a situational thing. I mean, if you look at the sole strategy of the sharks the entire movie, yeah. it's to guide these things and open up certain things to flood to where the gates can be lowered. The, the only thing they want to do is get free. Yeah, they That's just want to be free. That's it. And they gotta kill these motherfuckers to to let them go. And you know? humans made them smart enough to be able to do that. So. Exactly. They wouldn't know that that was an option if they didn't have their brains illegally genetically modified by these people. But I personally think that the two antagonists in this movie are Samuel Jackson and Doctor Susan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna elaborate or? Well, yeah. So. The only reason that they're trying to work as quickly as they are now is because they're running out of money. And so he basically forces them to do another test. And maybe they would have done another test, but he wouldn't have been there. And I think that he was kind of creating a certain um, pressure on them to produce results that they may not have been ready to produce. So the fact that Samuel L. Jackson makes them do that experiment that night, maybe they would have done it anyways, um, but him being there to force them to do that experiment, that's what causes, that. that's the, the catalyst for everything. But also, again, these sharks wouldn't be as crazy and smart as they are if Dr. Susan didn't go behind everybody's back. And you can't tell me that the other people didn't know this, but... She goes behind everyone's back to genetically modify the brains of these sharks just to get the results that she's looking for. So who's really the villain if us and the sharks are really only just doing what we have to do to survive? The viewers are the villain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Susan and Samuel Jackson's character have a weird dynamic between the other um, characters. It they all hate them and they hate the others it's mm. it's it's a weird relationship like samuel jackson he hates everyone there susan hates everyone there and they hate them so it's just it's just weird that. i didn't get that at all no you didn't get that nah. oh susan yeah no, I, looks like she fucking hates everyone yeah 
I mean, she's just a stone cold bitch. It's in her like like she's like obsessed with the work. That's just how those people are. I mean, she she's got she's got personal. She's got that RBF though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. That real big fish syndrome. Real big fish. And then you got Janice. I fucking hate her character. Fucking hate yeah. her character, bro. Shout out to Brenda Kearns, though, which has one of the coolest explosion deaths ever. <laughs> that helicopter in the watchtower. Her oh, body yeah. flies at least 100 feet. It's hilarious. It's really bad. Um, I actually like Skarsgård's, um, his, like, interaction with the sharks where he's, like, strapped to the gurney and then he just drops down to the, uh, to the lagoon there. That's kind of epic, I think. And then the shark grabs him and throws him at the, the glass. I can only imagine just like being in that situation where you're strapped down and you're completely helpless in a shark's mouth <laughs> and, yeah, <that> and <laughs> drop down in a shark's lagoon. Like that's scary. That's some scary shit. Nah, he would have died anyways. He would have lost blood. Um, did you guys have anything else? Negative. Negative Ghost Rider. Um, I think it's time. I have to get water because my throat is going out um, for a thick piss break. An official Ruminations Thick Piss Break. Uh, we'll be back. Hey, kids. It's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back, guys. Um, we are going to go into final thoughts now. Uh, Brendan, I think I want to hear from you first. Uh, um, There's worse movies out there. I know I gave this movie shit. I, th- I can understand how people find it entertaining um i would be interested to watch deep blue sea two and three um just kind of out of some morbid curiosity um but this movie was just uh not for me i think in fairness i do have to rate it higher than six-headed shark attack um so i will give it a two and a half but with no heart Two and a half. No heart for Brendan. Brendan. Um, Kyle, hit me with those thoughts. Hit me with my shot. Um, I, I, it's entertaining uh, to a point. And then it gets drawn out and it's kind of long. I think this movie's too long and that's what it suffers from the most. Um, it's got a good cast and um, it's a good like suspense movie. I don't really categorize it as a horror movie either i didn't weigh in on that but i'm weighing in on it now i don't really think it's that much of a horror movie but i can see why people would think it is or you know classify it as that um but i think my 10 year old self would be very uh pissed off with uh 30 year old kyle if i didn't give it a heart so i'm gonna give it a heart um but i'm gonna have to I'm going to have to give this movie a three. And after watching um, this film again, I think I need to rewatch Jaws because I'm not all about Jaws. But I remember this movie being better, like a lot better. And I'm curious if my thoughts on Jaws are 
skewed or if I don't remember as correctly as I do, and maybe I do like Jaws. So I'm, if, if this movie did anything, it's uh, propelled my interest to watch more shark movies. So take that as you will. I'm going to give it a three with a heart. Very nice. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> this movie has a lot of flaws, not going to lie. Um, but I think the sharks blend really well um, technically with each other. Um, I think that um, it's a fun watch, and I think that it has a great cast. The unexpected kills um, are interesting. The um, main problems with this movie is probably the script and like not mourning the death of like the 12 people that die um but other than that i i i I just really enjoy it and i I love seeing sharks um so for that i'm gonna give it a three and a half and a heart so this movie gets an official red rum rating of a three with a heart. I'll take it. I'll take it. Deserving, I think. A three? That's that's fine. That's a D. What do you guys think? D's get degrees, baby. Yeah. I'm I'm in. Um I, I had to give it a heart, man. It's it's one of my favorite childhood movies. It just doesn't translate to my adult hood. But yeah, yeah, heart for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you another um, trivia question before we get into everyone's favorite game. Uh, what are baby sharks called? Going to be A, cubs, B, sharklings, C, fry, or D, pups? I, I, I want to go with B. I'm going to go with cubs, A. You guys are both incorrect. It is pups. Ugh, that's cute. I got zero. <laughs> Yikers. Um, God, you guys are not good at shark trivia. Um, <laughs> shark trivia. But now we're going to hit everyone's favorite game. Uh, is it fresh? Is it right? I don't know. Fresh or frozen? That was lackluster. Well, I'm sick, Brendan. I have a cold. I'm fucking sorry, Rod. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um... Are you guys ready? In one corner, we have Brendan weighing 365 pounds all the way from New Hampshire, fucking New Jersey. (laughs) No, I'm 360 from New Hampshire. You're right. (laughs) And in the next corner, we have Kyle weighing at 60 pounds coming in from Los Angeles, California. (laughs) My head is like a shark's fin. Number one. (laughs) The family of widow Ellen Brody has long been plagued by shark attacks, and this unfortunate association continues when her son is the victim of a massive great white. In mourning, Ellen goes to visit her son Michael in the Bahamas, when where she sees the charming Hoagie Newcomb. As Ellen and Hoagie begin a relationship, a huge shark appears off the coast of the island, and Ellen's trouble with the great white shark begins again. (laughs) 
Hell genre, hell, huh? Genre horror adventure. Okay, so after listening to the Ring episode, I got to tell you guys something. You guys need to stop. You, okay, you guys need to have a better poker face. Because when one of you thinks he knows it 100%, then you got, the other one just agrees with the other one, and then you guys both get it right. So if you really think you know the answer, you should just keep it discreet and don't give it away. But what if that's a bluff? What if Ian yeah. says he knows something? Because you guys aren't that smart. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I know this one. It's rotten. Hashtag Tales from the Hood. <laughs> Gonna need answers, though. Fresh or... Rotten. I'm gonna go with rotten. Brennan? Oh, I said rotten. Sorry. You are both correct. Moving on to the next round. Give me the percentage. <laughs> 31. Oh, man. Shark movies. Shark, shark movies. They can't be that great, right? 31's a good guess, though. That's a really good guess. Thank I think you're smarter than I thought. I grew up. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with... <laughs> 35. 35. You are both incorrect. Sitting at a 15% audience score with a critic score of zero. This is Jaws the Revenge, 1987. Great. Directed by Joseph uh, Sargent. Um, So that is Kathleen B1. There you go. Um, number two. Still reeling from the loss of her mother, medical student Nancy Adams travels to a secluded beach for some much-needed solace. Despite the danger of searching alone, Nancy decides to soak up the sun and hit the waves. <laughs> Suddenly, a great white shark attacks, forcing her to swim to a giant rock for safety. Left injured and stranded 200 yards from shore, the frightened young woman <laughs> must fight for her life as the deadly predator circles her in its feeding grounds. Genre adventure. So I think I know what this is. It's Aaron Brockovich. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna. Guess... It's a shark movie, man. I'm gonna guess. Right. It's a shark movie. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Run. Uh, I know what this movie is, but I can't remember yeah, if it was good or not. I feel like people. I really liked it. Yeah, me too, but... But you're also right. It's a shark movie. Exactly. exactly. Uh, I, I have to go rotten. I'm sorry. Ooh. You're both correct. Moving on to the next round. I'm going to go with 50. Going to go 45. Ooh. One of you is incorrect, and the other is also incorrect. This is sitting at 59%, uh, just on the cusp, literally on the cusp. Um, this is 2016's The Shallows. Mm, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 2% off, dude. With an audience score, or a, a critic score of 78. I actually oh, wow. always wanted to see this movie. It looks really good. 
I've seen bits and pieces and Dom. Yeah, I get it. Because it's a shark. Bits ah, and pieces. Because <laughs> it's a shark movie. Um, Kyle 2, Brennan 2. All right, moving on to the next round. Young sisters Kate and Lisa travel to Mexico for a vacation filled with sun, fun, and adventure. Lisa needs some extra persuasion when Kate suggests that they go diving in shark-infested waters. <laughs> Obviously needs the persuasion. Um, safe in their protective cage, the thrill-seeking siblings come face-to-face with a group of majestic great whites. Their worst fears soon become a reality. Wait, their their worst fears soon become a reality. That is the way you say a sentence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the cage breaks away from the boat, sending them plummeting to the ocean floor with a dwindling supply of oxygen. Genre horror adventure. I'm going to go rotten. Rotten. Ah, damn it. Ooh. Can't even fake it anymore. This is uh, definitely rotten. Guess the percentage. 40%. Ooh, no, wait, hold on. Is it worse? Brennan, is it worse? It's- I I was going to do a joke score of 47. Um, I think that's too but high. That, that's way too high. Yeah, I think that's too high. Look, I'm... I'm, I'm going to take 10 off. I'm, I'm going, I'm going 37. I once said I had, had a better poker face, and now I'm like talking it out with you. Um, I think 37 is a solid. That's a, yeah, it, it covers a lot of appropriate ground. Wait, what did you say initially? 40? 40, yeah. It's got to be. I'll stick with my original. I'll stick with 40. Final answers are 37 and 40? Be. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's less for sure, but fuck, just do it. <laughs> Rip off the Bandadian. <laughs> Unfortunate. You guys are still tied. Okay. Four to four. You guys bought, You guys got that correct. Sitting at 35%. Look at that, This dude. is... God, we're so good at this game. This is 2017's 47 meter down. Nice. Have you guys seen that movie? Okay, yes. I know of it. I have not seen it. That was the final round. Um, unfortunately, I do have a tiebreaker, but it was not a shark movie. Uh, we're still going to go with it, though. We're still going to go with it, though. Um, a mass killer stalks a waitress in a shopping mall just opened by a California mayor. Mm. Genre horror. It's 80s, Brendan. It's 80s. It's slasher. It's campy. It's audience, too. Yeah, I feel like this tiebreaker was made with someone in mind. Um, I'm going to say rotten. Brendan, you're like 14 on you. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I haven't seen this movie, so... I don't also, know. I'm so sorry, Mitch. I've been so loud today. <laughs> He's going to hate me. He already hates you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with fresh, Brendan. Oh, He's I said rotten. rotten. Damn, Kyle. Brendan's right. Cool. <laughs> Congratulations, Brendan. This is sitting at rotten, thirty-six percent. This is 1989's Phantom of the Mall. Eric's yep. Revenge. Yep, 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 yep. 
So now I do not have. Oh, the, you just the, watched that. Yeah, I just watched it. Uh, we do not have the total score. I don't have the total score. Up. I got you. Um, Hold on one second. It's probably like Brendan 20 in like <laughs> Hold five. On I got you. Like you. I got you. I got you. Hold on. It is now Ian four, Brendan 16, Kyle five, Mitch one. Classic. Classic. How do oh, I have more than you, Ian? And I don't even know. Where I'm, I'm sure I'm at five. I'm pretty sure. You're not. You're not. I'm pretty sure. But um, final send-offs. Kyle. Okay. Um, you got a fat ass or whatever that parrot says. <coughs> Brendan. The new blood. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome just dropped. Uh, we're all going to the World's Fair on a beautiful limited edition Blu-ray disc. Go pick it up. And with that being said, I've been your host for another episode of Ruminations of Red Room. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Ruminations of Red Room or on Twitter. That's at OF Red Rum of Red Rum. And please subscribe to our iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you hit us up with a like if you feel so gracious. Um, and a rating. That'd be cool. Um, finally, I'm Ian. Uh, it, two, two E's. Six, six, six.